Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! It's Wednesday, November 2nd, and it's noon here in Bethesda, Maryland, and well, 9 a.m. in Palm Springs, California, where apparently Ford has moved their headquarters. And this is news that you can use from YAA with your hosts, Zach and Ray. And, um, well, you're looking well today, handsome. What's going on out there? Thank you, Pops. Good to see you. I am on the up and up. But, Dad, unfortunately, we have some pretty scary news coming out of the auto finance world. I thought we'd start today's show by digging into some of that. Then we have some breaking news from Ford that I think is going to give you a pretty good laugh. And then we also have third quarter sales coming in from all the different automakers. We'll spend some time there. And a really, you've got to be kidding me, that you have to stick around to see, correct? <laughs> I I personally think you should start the show off with the really, you got to be kidding me. But, we are not. but that's we are not, not the way we do it here in show business the hook is you got to stick around to see the really you got to be kidding me and then you'll you'll really appreciate zach's dedication that is where'd my desk go i used to have a desk behind you did arash move the uh, desk uh no it's 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 behind me still oh you just bought, okay all right all right here we go yeah, there it is here we go <laughs> pops <laughs> Automotive yes. News had this headline, Credit Acceptance Corporation sees more loans from dealers as Q3, Q3 earnings plunge. Credit Acceptance posted net income of $86.8 million, down 65% from a year earlier. This is a pretty damning headline. We've got uh, loan, uh, uh, loan income falling considerably year over year for Credit Acceptance Corporation. But Dad, what if I told you this is not the most uh, scary, disheartening, concerning component of Credit Acceptance Corp's Q3 earnings? What that was, Dad, is if you go to their actual Q3 earnings uh, output from their website, Yes. this line, Dad, let me read this to you. Let me zoom in on Please, it. because I can't see it. So, Yeah, also, I just lost it. Wait provision there it is okay an increase in provision for credit losses of 188.6 million from a reversal of expense of 8.3 million in the prior year to an expense of 180.3 million in the current year dad what that means is that credit acceptance corporation and i want you to take a moment here and explain to us who credit acceptance corporation is and all that fun stuff Last year, Dad, they thought that they were going to actually be able to pocket an additional $8.3 million from loans that they had written that they thought previously could be delinquent but weren't going to go delinquent. Now this year, Dad, it swung around to $180.3 million that they think they're going to lose from loans that aren't actually going to come to fruition. A $188.6 million turnaround in terms of bad loans. Can you believe that? Well, uh, yeah, because it's Credit Acceptance Corporation, which is the largest supplier of funds for subprime borrowers. Um, so if you're catering to people who have shown historically that they don't pay back their credit well, um, and then when things get even tougher because of inflation and the rising costs of everything, uh, well, why would you ever expect those people who historically haven't paid well to suddenly pay well? Uh, they won't. They have proved that they won't. 
And so, yes, Credit Acceptance Corporation has to set aside $180 million for those loans that are never going to get paid. But Pops, which so I agree with you. Yeah, 100% agree with you. The thing that stood out to me, Dad, is we talked about CarMax in their Q3 earnings. They increased their loan loss provision. So CarMax has a financing arm and CarMax Mm -hmm. came out and they more than doubled what they thought were going to be losses from their uh, credit portfolio. Yeah, they went from 35 million to 75 million. Credit Acceptance Corporation didn't double it, Dad. They literally, I mean, what is the math on it? What's the percent change from going from we thought we're going to make it? Is that like 22x or something like that? It's huge, is it not? I mean, year over year, their business has entirely changed. They've, they now have to anticipate that hundreds of millions of dollars in loans are going to go bad. And we're already starting to see the breaking in the market in that, you know, in that direction. The CFPB put out that uh, loan delinquency data a couple of weeks ago, and it just shows that there is a huge credit bubble that is already starting to burst. That's why these corporations, that, their profits down 65% because they had to allocate $180 million to losses. Well, you know, if if um, the global economy hadn't hadn't gone into the tank to a certain degree, if we hadn't seen inflation globally to the degree that we've seen it, and and it's worse in some parts of the world than it is here, um, if things had remained as they had been pre-pandemic, okay, they'd be raking in the money because. The inflation was almost non-existent. Um, even subprime borrowers could pay back the money, um, and they were. Um, you know, so it when when the economy swings, so does so does the earnings of lending institutions that um, provide uh, funds for people who historically don't pay back their bills. Um, so. Yeah, they know it. They, they know they're in a cyclical business. They rode a nice wave for a number of years, um, and now it's their turn to uh, to get uh, squashed by the ocean, so to speak, um, as they fall off their surfboard. Quite the analogy. Look at this, Dad. The year that Credit Acceptance Court made the loan, how much the loan was for, how much they had to advance, and what the loan term was. Back in 2013, Dad, the average loan that Credit Acceptance Court made was $15,445 for a 47-month term. The reason with confidence we can say there is a repo-mageddon, a loan apocalypse, uh, a surfboard surfer falling off of the weight, whatever the hell you want to say, Dad, the reason, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I what do they call a a wipeout? The reason we can say there's a wipeout coming is because look at 2022 so far. I will zoom in for all of us. The average amount financed was a whopping $27,000 for 59 months, okay, for 5 years. Now you might be thinking to yourself, well that's not a lot of money. We know the average cost of an, of a used car is around there and we know that the average loan term is closer to 70 uh, 72 months. So, you know, why are you why are you making hubbub about this? Because Credit Acceptance Corp writes loans with 15 to 25% interest rates. These are for the people that have the absolute, unfortunately, weakest, thinnest, or, or worst credit files, credit histories. And, Dad, they're coming out. And for the whole nine, whole nine months uh, so far of 2022, Dad, they've allocated over $380 million for loan loss provisions. Let that sink in for a moment. When their net profit for the whole quarter was just 70 or $80 million, whatever the number was. I mean, they are allocating 
significant amounts of capital to never come back, just to truly never, ever get paid back. And that means uh, repossessions, uh, and that means more vehicles in the used car market. What do you think that's going to look like moving forward? What do you think it's going to look like, uh, I don't know, going into next year? It's not going to get any better anytime soon. Um, it's it's the downturn, and they have they have to ride that that wave. Okay, uh, they they run the the risk of of wiping out a great deal of their profit, um, but you know then then they'll be on the upswing again when eventually inflation gets under control, whether that's a year or two years, whatever it is, um, and and we ease uh, credit again and. People are in a better position to actually pay back these loans. Um, so, yeah, maybe when prices of vehicles come down and, and so the average loan amount doesn't have to be $27,000 for people that can't afford these damn things to begin with. And we get back to the area where the loan amounts are 20000 and maybe it then really becomes affordable for these poor folks. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to get it's going to be ugly and it's going to stay ugly. Uh, for for quite some time we have carvana earnings coming out on uh i guess it's friday thursday or friday, tomorrow or friday that i just i think that's going to signal the largest alarm bell i mean you start talking about carmax and, and we've done videos about carmax and you know people people look and they watch credit acceptance court people don't know it as much but it's really like the leading indicator of what's happening in the deep subprime market when we have the yes. carvana earnings and we see how much money they've lost tied up both in their financing arm and just the fact that that used car prices are, are truly plummeting. Go watch the video that just dropped on the YA channel or watch yesterday's video, Black Book showing that used car values, some segments of used car values down 3% on the wholesale market. Over 3%. Week over week. Yeah, and, when, and, yes. and, and to put that into context here, Dad, when Ford had their quarterly earnings two weeks ago or last week, whatever it was earlier this week, they came out and they said that their gross margin on their entire business was around 5%. So just let that sink in for a second. If you see a 3% decline in the value of your inventory, that can wipe mm -hmm. out nearly all of your profit. These are not necessarily huge on a, on a percentage basis, huge profit margin businesses. They just move a lot of revenue. So 2 or 3% means a lot. So, Dad, I guess my well, point being here, the alarm bells are being rung. You can hear them. It just matters how, how closely you're listening and all the indicators are there. Well, I, and, and Toyota in their announcement yesterday um, – you know their their profit margin, I think, has shrunk to six point two percent, and it had been running at like nine point eight percent. So for them to lose three point six percent of uh, of what they would normally have have taken in, that's sizable. You know the percentage amount seems small until you realize it's about a third of, of what their normal profit margins had been. Um, you know, General Motors, Ford, they're they're all trying to keep their profit margins at close to 10 percent. And, you know, if it if at Ford, it's down to five, it's half of where they wanted it to be. It's half of where they would like it to be. Um, and even though they're still making money, well, they're certainly not making money uh, to the degree that they had expected to or that perhaps they had promised their shareholders they would. And again, to put it into context, when those automakers are, are seeing, you know, significant percentage price increases on parts or inventory are going down even mm -hmm. a few percentage points, that has a huge, we see that we read the comments, oh, 1% is not that big of a deal. It is, damn it, when it's been 12 weeks in a row. <laughs> anyway, Dad, 
I want to pull this up here from Jay Welk. And and good morning, by the way. Good morning and, and happy early afternoon to everyone who's with us. That Jay Welk says, I have a coworker who probably has a loan through Credit Acceptance Corp. 27% APR on an $8,000 car. Yeah, exactly. These are the types of loans that, that deep subprime get written, Dad. And they are the earliest indicators of what's happening. Credit Acceptance Corp's earnings are the earliest indicators of what's going to happen in that market. People mm-hmm. are just going to walk away from those vehicles, especially because they bought an $8,000 vehicle. And what's it going to be worth now, Dad? $5,000, Like, why would they keep paying? Well, it, it wasn't worth $8,000 when they bought it. But that's besides the point. You know, I thought of something yesterday uh, when I was walking to dinner. And, you know, we talk about the 1% drop in the wholesale values of vehicles. And then, you know, the commenters are, well, that's no big deal. Okay. Here, let me let me put it into a perspective that most people might be able to understand. Let's say you have a house that's worth $300,000, and let's say it loses 1% of its value in a week. That's $3,000. Now, let's say that continued for 12 weeks. You're talking about over $30,000 lost in the value of your home in in 12 weeks if it's losing like 1% of its value a week, didn't seem like much because it's only 1%, but it's $30,000 less equity that you might now have in your home. So when we see that wholesale values on used cars are dropping close to a, a point a week, and they have been for 10, 12, 13, 14 weeks, that's huge. Okay, you might not think it's huge. It might not seem big to you. Okay, you're going to you're going to complain that, well, they went up 50 percent. They've only come down 15 percent. The same holds true for housing. Whatever it is, the loss is real. The decline is real. The values of the vehicles are worth less than they had been the week before and the week before that. Did you see, Dad, we had the uh, rental car company earnings come out, Avis and, and, and Hertz, I no. think, if I'm not mistaken. They made a ton of money, absolutely a ton of money last quarter. They are all starting to incur more expense of depreciation. They're actually starting to depreciate their inventory again. There had been, it was in the, I think, the Avis earnings. They had said that during a period earlier this year, they were depreciating their inventory, their fleet, $10 per vehicle per month. When traditionally the average in the industry had been $250 per vehicle per month, they had gone mm-hmm. all the way to $10 per vehicle per month. And now they're back up to, I think, I think it was Hertz who's back up to about $200 per vehicle per month. What goes up must come down. The numbers might seem a little bit small at times, but they just compound and compound and compound. And let's touch on one other piece here with regards to this loan apocalypse and likely all the repossessions that are to follow. What impact will that have on the continued downward pressure we see on used car prices, it'll put even more pressure on those used car prices to go lower. Even if the OEMs on the new car side, and we talked about this on Monday's show with the chip shortage, even if they Mm. intentionally withhold inventory, used car prices are going to continue to fall. There is no indicator that I see that shows used car prices. And I'll, I'll, I'll go out to this time next year, Dad. Maybe there's a spike up in wholesale prices in the springtime because of the spring selling season. Traditionally, that's when used cars appreciate. But if you're a car Mm -hmm. buyer out there, and if you're paying cash, because interest rates are going to keep going up, but if you're paying cash, just wait. Just keep waiting because used cars are going to be cheaper than they've been in, in honestly, 18, 24 months. That's my my best guess, Dad. And, and, you know, what what we've been preaching for months still holds true today. If you 
absolutely positively need a car, okay, go and buy a car. Um, there are cars, many cars on the used car side will be less expensive today than they were yesterday. So you can probably make some type of deal on a pre-owned car. However, if you just want a car, if you just want a car and don't actually need a car, stay out of the market, okay? The, the fewer customers, potential customers in the market, the harder it becomes for the dealers to justify the prices that they're asking for vehicles. When there's more customers than, than supply, they can, they can keep those prices artificially inflated. When there's less customers and more supply, it puts a, a downward pressure on the dealers so that they have to start lowering their prices or they have to start negotiating the prices. So if you need a car, buy a car. If you, if you don't need a car, you just want a car, stay the hell out of the market. Do yourself and everybody else in America a favor. Okay. Um, you know, I don't, I don't have anything against good automobile retailers. I really don't. It's the bad ones that I have things against. And <laughs> we just need as a group. Okay. Uh, the American consumers need to band together. Kind of like um, that old movie where you say, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Where as a group, we band together and we say, you know what? You're out of your friggin' minds. I'm not paying anywhere near the prices that you're. I won't even come into. I won't even send you an email at the prices that you have your cars listed for. So if people stay out of the market, dealers only know one way to try and bring people back into the market, and that's through pricing. So if you stay out of the market, then the prices will start to come down even more quickly than what we've been seeing. Pops, I've seen a couple comments. We are talking about auto loans, so I'd be remiss not to mention the latest and greatest functionality we are able to offer over on joinyaa.com. Finance and refinance. We are live in the states of Florida and Alabama. We are going to be live, hopefully, I mean, we were making a lot of progress yesterday afternoon, Dad, and last night in all 50 states except for Hawaii within the next week or two here. YAA, we have partnered with credit unions. So for example, let's say I'm in Florida and I want to get mm -hmm. a loan, a pre-approval for a loan before I go buy a car. You can get paired up with all in credit union. There's an entirely online interface where you can get your uh, most loan applications will be decisioned automatically. Maybe someone from the credit union will contact you. Do it all right here. You can refinance. You can originate a loan. Again, we are live in Florida and Alabama. And later this week, before the end of the month, we will have all 50 states except for Hawaii, Dad. And we make 50 bucks. There's no markup on the buy rate. We've taught everyone over the past couple of years, Dad, what buy rate is versus the mm -hmm. sell rate, all that fun. We make 50 bucks. You don't have to worry about is this actually good or bad. And we're partnering with credit unions. Damn it. Like, doesn't get any better than that, Dad. So proud and so glad that we can bring that, especially while, let me toss one more thing up on the screen and then I want to get your reaction to this, especially while 
we're seeing things like this going on, Dad. Thanks to car dealership guy over on Twitter and Edmonds. New car average interest rate, 6.27%. Used cars, 10.33%. If I'm not mistaken, Dad, all-in credit union through our partnership, I think we're about 5% on a used car loan. So take advantage of that. They're, they're behind the scenes, you and your team are working on things to make life uh, less expensive and easier for our for our followers and our members at the, at YAA and there through those efforts, there will be ways for people to continue to save money. Um, and, and through those efforts, it will continue to put pressure on dealers to the bad dealers to straighten up the way they do business. There was a, a comment this morning, somebody that's uh, new to buying a car and he was looking at a CX-5 certified and he wanted to know, is it normal for the dealer to charge $1,895 um, to register the car in the certified program or shouldn't that already be in the asking price? Obviously, if you're advertising a car as a certified car, well, it should be in the, in the advertised price, not the price plus. Um, so if, if we keep educating people, then perhaps we can even educate the dealers out there to not be afraid to do things in a clear and transparent manner. And because I've seen the comments, well, we want to advertise fairly, but there's this one competitor that just doesn't do it. So we're forced to. You're not forced to. You've chosen to do what your competitor does. I don't know. I might advertise it and advertise it and say, hey, guess what? This is the real price. This isn't the this isn't the phony price that you're going to see advertised at X Motors. Okay. Our price is the real price. When you come in, that's the price we're going to ask you to pay for the car, as opposed to when you come in, oh, well, there's a, a $1,995 reconditioning fee, and there's a, a, a $1,100 stocking fee, and there and, it, and I don't even wear stockings, damn it, um, uh, you know, and there's a, a, an $800 low jack fee. You can differentiate yourself in your advertising and explain to the public out there why your price might look higher than somebody else's price. So I don't want to hear from dealers, well, our competitors are forcing us to do it. No, your competitors should be forcing you to figure out a better way for you to communicate with your customers rather than fall into that trap. Man, yeah, buddy. <laughs> and dad, honestly, hopefully what we're doing also forces the entire industry over time. It's going to take a long, long time to actually do things in a way that are fair and transparent to the consumer. All right, dad, before we jump into today's two, really, you've got to be kidding me stories because they are great. I want to remind everyone that back at joinyaa.com, not only do we now have the finance and refinance piece partially live and again, more coming live in the coming weeks. The extended warranty hasn't changed, still here. No BS, no spam phone calls, nothing like that. You can view the entire contract and all the details if you just click on coverage details. Pretty remarkable how we're honest about it. Insurance, we've negotiated members-only rates for 
YAA Plus members, which is a great reminder that you should also consider becoming a YAA Plus membership. Our Plus membership includes our car buying program, which gets you one-on-one -on -one coaching through live chat. This does not include our new video consults, but live chat, help locating car deals, our email templates, black book trade-in values, the whole nine yards, and Plus membership, Dad, that gets you our maintenance and repair discounts and scheduler online. And if you're going to sell a car, again, falling knife in terms of used car prices right now, but if you're going to sell a car, use our partnership with CarWiser to get offers from all the dealers in your area in one place. So you don't have to go to a bunch of websites. And if you do sign up yes. for YA+, Plus, use the code YouTube, no more 50% off promotion. We had to cut that off. Had to cut it off. Use the promotion code YouTube. You'll get 20% off if you use that. Pops, you ready for some really, you got to be kidding me? Can I answer one question real quick? Laura Mester wants to know, what does it mean when a salesperson says a particular vehicle is off-site? Is that code for something? It could be. Uh, it also could be that somebody's driving. It could be, you know, the, the general manager's wife's driving it. The owner's wife might be driving it. Um, it could be at a reconditioning facility that they might have. Um, so there's any number of reasons why a vehicle might be off-site. Love when you drop nuggets like that, Pops. You ready? Yes. Really? You, you gotta, gotta be, be kidding, kidding me. me. All right, Dad. I am in front of Ford Motor Company's headquarters. Yes. So that means we are gonna make fun of them. Sorry, Ford. Ford Quality <laughs> Chief Lincoln President to retire. Uh, yes. I just found this fascinating, Dad. This came out about 15 minutes ago before the show. It turns out that Joy Folo. Bolo Tico, 55, who has run Lincoln since 2018, and Stuart Raleigh, here you go, 55, Ford's chief transformation and quality officer, will both retire on December 1st. Dad, we know Ford has been plagued with quality control issues. Not a good sign that their uh, chief transformation and quality officer is going to be leaving the company. I, <sighs> I just want to know one thing. What, what's, what do they mean by chief transformation? <laughs> what what is what does that even mean uh you know I, you know i i'm what am i if if he's a chief transformation officer okay i i mean that's a title that i've never heard of in any industry <laughs> in my entire life and and by the way what exactly did he transform um it, because at 55, if you're being forced out um, because the quality control of what you're helping to transform is so piss poor, um, <laughs> then maybe that wasn't a title or a job that you should have ever had. Um, I just you know, I just found it fascinating I, I that. I mean, you know, I think yeah, they're going to replace go him with their chief. We're, we're hoping to find our way, officer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... It, uh, I guess anybody can make his, make up a stupid title. I've got to imagine he's partly the scapegoat because remember last quarterly earnings, most recent, like every single quarterly earnings, it's we've got quality control issues and we've got more recall work and more warranty work than we had expected. He's kind of the scapegoat, right? Like he had to go. Like I didn't know this role existed either, but he had to get out of there. I bet you he was forced out. That's my guess. Well, oh, I'm sure. And, and you know, and, there's always a scapegoat. You know, somebody is always going to take the fall. 
it's never going to be the top guy. Um, you know, and, I, and I'm sure that there are substantial rewards for agreeing to fall on the sword, so to speak, um, so that he'll be well taken care of. Uh, but it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's really just kind of funny. It really is, Dad. All right, you want to know what else is kind of funny? Yes. <sighs> yes, that, that, ladies and gentlemen, I know that it looks like Zach is sitting in front of Ford headquarters, but that's truly what Zach is sitting in front of. Um, <laughs> you know, we have, we have done some live broadcasts when we were traveling cross-country, and we we found ourselves in some pretty trying settings, you know, trying to figure out how to make it look good. Um, but what, you know, what the way you're operating there with the, the beds and the tables and, and, and stools. And yeah. I mean, the, the level, I, I just, I just want the level of dedication to, yes. to our viewers, to the business, to our cause, <clears throat> that you display on a daily basis on vacation so that you can still show up here every day with me. Um, I, it's, it, it's pretty remarkable, honestly. And um, so I, I don't know if it's as, so much as you got to be kidding me as, as more of, well, God bless you for at least trying to figure out a way to make it work. Nah, man, we're here every day. I love it, Dad, because so many people, there's so many opportunities to say, you guys are just doing it for the money. You you work with the dealer. You do this, you do that. Nope. Three, we're almost at three years of doing this every single day. We're going to be doing it for the next three years and probably the next three years after that. And as we have all these big milestones, like the work we're doing on Car Edge, Dad, later this month, we'll be able to maybe get a small handful, of maybe like 15, 20 people in on Car Edge. Then next month after that, get more people. The work that the team behind the scenes is doing, not to mention like justice is in here every day, helping mm -hmm. literally hundreds of people each week through live chat. Phil is Ashley, like Jerry, Kimberly. There's such an incredible effort going on behind the scenes, dad, that I know that we just need to show up every day here on YouTube, show our face, show that we're not going anywhere. You might not like us, but we're not going anywhere and we're building something. We're building something that's big and meaningful and it's going to be important. It already is important. And it's going to help people save money. We ran the numbers, what was it, a couple weeks ago? And we think we're yeah, close to $50 like, million dollars exactly. we've saved people. Yeah. And, and, and we might have saved people close to $50 million. We haven't made anywhere near. <laughs> it, it is still. We are very much not rich, Mark. Hopefully someday yes, yes. this work should pay off. I think it will. And I think James says you love your job. Absolutely, man. We absolutely yeah. love our job. This is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, if if this is a get rich quick scheme that you put together, well, um, the the get rich quick part of it isn't anywhere near fruition after nearly three years. Um, you know, is it is it get comfortable? Yeah, we're fairly comfortable, but we ain't getting rich. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's for sure. But hopefully someday. I think we're building something really important. So that's the reason I like to show up every day with you, Dad. And I love and admire that that you do this. You're 71 years old. I mean, you had retired. And now every single day you wake up, you text me about ideas. You're so excited about helping people. So it's hard not to want to carve out time every single day. to sp A, I get to spend time with you. B, yes. we get to continue to build this thing together. It's it's um, 
it's easy, man. But yeah, it's a little, it's definitely a little disjointed today. I saw a couple comments that came through and said, this is typical YouTuber. I'm fairly certain this is not like, these are bar stools. <laughs> this is a light. Okay. So like, yeah, that's an odd, like, no, this is not typical YouTuber. I don't think, uh, but, but Hey, even if it is, it's working for us. Is that a bunk bed behind you? I it worked out perfectly. That here, I'll show you. I'll take the green screen down. It's a freaking bunk bed. Look at this. Yeah, I have no room to move. So, like, bear with me here. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, I'm gonna hit the button. <laughs> okay. Thank you, everybody, for being oh, here. We'll it, be back Laura's here. Family is supportive, Dad. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. So wholesome. Uh, We'll be back here again tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, with more news that you can use from YAA. Thanks, everybody, for being here. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Wait, look at this magic trick, Dad. Whoa, that is magic. (laughs) And we got a new ad lib. See you guys. See ya. Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See See you soon. soon.